You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has thousands of retail locations all over the United States. So if you are looking for a specific battery, whether it's for your trail camera or for your truck, stop into one of their retail locations and talk with a battery specialist. These guys can help you with all of your battery needs. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hunting Gear Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Johnson, and today we're going to be talking with Mark Winberg again. And Mark works for Arcus Brands, he is the product development specialist there, like you'll hear in this episode and you probably heard with the dead downwind episode but uh, trophy taker is most known for their arrow rests their broadheads and then they also have a variety of other accessories that they sell as well but it's today is a real quick episode we're going to talk about the uh, brand we're going to talk about the products we're going to talk a little bit about cable driven rests versus limb driven rests and uh, I think that's one thing that's really important to know. I myself am a string-driven, um, a string-driven rest guy. But the more I read about it, the more I do my research, the more I see that limb-driven might be a better option. So uh, it's just one of those things where. I get to learn just like you guys are learning when we talk about these products and you know the sway over to one side or the other. I think I think I've found out enough information where limb driven might be a better option than cable driven. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, again their their brand, their products, and uh, everything in between. And uh, Mark Winberg is the guy to do it. Really good guy. Had the opportunity to meet him and a couple other guys from Arcus. Uh, so uh, really cool company, uh, what they're doing over there. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode as Bob and I talk with Mark Winberg of Trophy Taker at the 2020 ATA Show. All right, back at the ATA Show. Again, I, we, we really haven't left, but... Uh, we're going to be talking now about Trophy Taker, another brand under the Arcus umbrella, and we're joined again by Mark Winberg, uh, and Mark is the Director of Product Development. If you want to find out what it is he actually does, um, be sure to listen to the the podcast we did with Dead Down Wind, and he, he kind of breaks everything down. But we're talking Trophy Taker today, and... 
your main product line, or when I open this catalog, the first thing that I see is rests. And I am a firm believer that a bow can say it's forgiving. Um, a release can do certain things. But I, and I, I don't have any facts or you know anything to base this statement off of. But I think one of the most accessories that go important accessories that go on a bow is the rest because it's what is the last thing to touch the arrow before it leaves. You betcha. So talk to me a little bit about what 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 the importance of a good rest is for a, on a bow. Absolutely. And uh, one thing when you induce movement into something like a fall away style arrow rest. You, you, you better be quality because it needs to repeat. You talk about that accuracy. Part of it is the repeatability, doing the same thing over and over and over again to get the same results over and over again. So when you induce that movement, the components need to be quality. The, the bearings that the axles rotate on, the, the way the shaft, everything inside of that is contained, it's drilled. You know, it, it, it needs to be precise. It, the great materials, uh, precision. Uh, manufacturing and because it has to repeat thousands upon thousands of times you know and uh, so that's how it started quality components manufactured to tight tolerances so that the movement can repeat itself over and over and over again yeah I don't even know what brand it was but one of my the first time I ever bought a drop away rest this was years ago I it kept bouncing up and smacking the tail end of the arrow yeah how has the design, because you mentioned repeatability and doing the same thing over and over and over again every time. How has the design and the development of these rests changed since, I guess, the birth of drop-away rests? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, that, that's been one of the challenges guys like me, you know, have had. Because, you know, back in those days, a fast bow was 300 feet per second. Yeah. When you got a, a hunting arrow on it, your peep sight and everything, you know, you might have been shooting 280, 270, 280. Now these bows are shooting 340 feet a second. You know, so that arrow rest has to get out of the way and a whole lot quicker, yeah. you know, than it used to. And um, so... It's, it's the type of spring you use. It's, it's the type of mechanism that releases. Um, all of that comes into play. Also, you're talking about how it drops, and, and you don't want it to pop back up. So we use a, a, a system, two domes. It's thinking like a soft wall like NASCAR uses, you know, where when the car runs into a wall, it kind of cushions the blow. That's the same type of materials we use as the, I call it the whale tail or the launcher arm. When it falls, that those two domes that you see on the bottom of our rest they capture it okay. you know and it kind of cushions the blow if you will because it also has to quiet it because right. that's metal right. right you don't want this bong yeah, you know yeah. that vibration yeah. noise thing going on so that's about the best way i could describe that right right so when it comes to designing i mean or let me ask you this question are all drop away rests the same are all drop away rests the same? Do they? No. no. Um, and there's some patents there that yep. they can't be. You know, everybody has a, a different thought when it comes to the rotation. You know, what's the best way? How to get it down quicker? How to uh, get it to repeat over and over again? How, how to keep it going for 20,000 shots and not fail? Because invariably, it's not going to fail when you're in your backyard, right? Or in the shooting light archery. You're going to be 20 feet up in your tree when it messes up. Um, Murphy shows up everywhere. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
you know, it, that's kind of what it's what it's about there. Um, you know, we're lucky. Dan Evans started this company years ago. Uh, Dan's an avid elk hunter, and uh, he hunts the West, and it, it's in rugged, rugged, tough situations. And you've seen any of Dan's pictures, man. He, he he's an elk hunting machine. He he he's his hunting skills speak for themselves. And um, you know, he takes that same approach that that we do. I do. You know, if 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 you're not going to use it yourself, we're not going to try to sell it to anybody else. So we we want it tough, dependable, repeatable. I mean, that will hold up under harsh, extreme environments. That that's our goal. And me and Bob talk about this on the podcast a lot. I personally beat the crap out of my hunting gear and equipment. I use it like it's got one use i mean whether you're dragging it through thorns or you're you know up and down the tree or whatever and whatever the product is if it can't take my abuse i'm not a fan of it i'm gonna go find something that can take the abuse that i give it um let's talk about the materials that make up this rest is it just like metal and plastic or is there something special about that you know aluminum you know I don't think we really appreciate aluminum enough because it's used in so many different ways. But aluminum is one of the best materials ever. I, I mean, they build airplanes out of it, space shuttles. I mean, its strength-to-weight ratio is incredible. So we use aluminum wherever we can to help lighten the load but still yet retain the strength that you need. You know, whether it's 70, 75, or 60, 61, we'll use that different material depending upon what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. Now, anything that I call... Uh, is like the guts it's the mechanism we'll use a stainless steel that's not going to rust not going to corrode you know because you're talking you know snow rain whatever you throw at it you Mm -hmm. you don't want it to fail you know and uh so anything like that uh is quality components the spring stainless steel uh are all are all of your rests cable driven or do you have any limb driven you know we're uh uh, we do both. Um, our SmackDown uh, air arrests, we have SmackDown Pros, SmackDown Lockups. Uh, they're a limb-driven rest, style rest. And then the Extreme Pro is a cable-driven rest. Um, What's the... Let's see, we have the SmackDown. Yes, there's sir. A, there, yeah, there's a few. There's okay. SmackDown, Pros. Um, then we have... Those are our, our what I'll call our flagship rests. They're, those yeah. are the best of the best. Um and then we have some lower price points, like throw down in the tripwire that'll go down to $39 retail, you know, for guys just starting out. Yeah. Um, you know, but our, our, our SmackDown Pro and our Extreme, that, that's, that's what we stand on right yeah. there. And uh, that's, that's for the guy who demands a lot out of his equipment. And uh, the SmackDown Pro is limb-driven style, and the Extreme Pro is a cable-driven style. Now, I could sit here and argue and tell you the benefits till I'm blue in the face, but, you know, why? If a guy likes cable-driven, give him one. Is that what, right? what is the benefit of limb-driven? Okay. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you bet, man. And, and I, I am a limb-driven guy. Um, the coolest thing is it repeats it over and over and over and over and over again. Um, when you take two pieces of rope and tie it to each other, something's going to stretch. You know, okay. so the limb is solid. Also about a limb is you can change your draw length. You, let's say you buy a new release. You know, and, and you need to shorten your draw length up a half inch. You you can change your draw length and still not have to mess with oh. your cord. Whereas you do it on a cable driven, you have to go retime your whole arrow rest again. I can't believe I didn't think about that. 
because I yeah. I've always you know I've kind of stayed away from the limb driven mm-hmm. rests mm-hmm. in the past, mm-hmm. and now I, it just makes sense. It just want, you don't have to take your if your rest is tuned properly, you don't need to take it off or adjust it when you change your string out. Right. Well, you think about string and cable stretch. Yeah. I know. I bought. I had last time I bought a new bow was 2015, brand new. Yeah. And I maxed out at 72 pounds. Turned all the way down 72 pounds. Today it's at 69. It's still. I haven't changed anything on it. Yeah. Five years later, it's at 69 pounds. Well, how did it lose three pounds? It's. It's got to be because cable stretch. Yeah. 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 And if you're like what you just said, two strings tied to each other, something had to have stretched, and now. The timing is off from what it was yes. when it was brand new. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely, yeah. So it's we talked we talked to a guy who basically said people want a hundred grain broadheads, mm-hmm. but one twenty fives are actually better because you can do a lot more things with them. They have more punch, punching power. So, and I'm trying to I'm trying to relate this to cable versus uh, limb driven. Is cable driven just better overall in my opinion you know you throw a little bit of engineering in you throw a little product development experience in there and seeing you know a lot of people call it slow motion it's actually high speed photography that we Mm -hmm. use Mm -hmm. to capture things and and, and if you get to see that as much as i do on a daily basis year after year i mean i've been doing this for 27 years and and watching that happen I, i am a limb driven guy i mean i am you know, if you don't want anything that moves, you know, go get a whisker biscuit, right? Yeah. But if if you if you like if you like a fall away style rest, man, limb driven is the way to go. And I hear guys talking; they're worried about that long cable going down. Well, you got a cable going to your bottom cam. You got a string going to your cam. You know, there, there's other stuff down there. Yeah. You know, it, it's I've 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 hunted with that for years and never had an issue. Yeah. You know, is there a way that you make sure? trying to think about this if you've got it tied to your limb is there ever an issue where that where it's tied to your limb if it will slide well it, it could you're you're, you're okay. right now we we come in in our kit our limb driven arrow rest kit we we have a what i'll call a limb locator and we use like 3m double-sided tape like you'd use on a car we use the auto style tape so i okay. mean it sticks okay. you know just like you, you put your trim on a car right so we we locate that on the limb in the directions we tell you where to place it on the you know on your limb and you run the the cord through those Okay. And, and that's kind of what keeps it in place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. I see you guys also make broadheads, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is it just two types of broadheads? That, that's what we got, two versions. Okay. Now, I look at this. I, I feel that when it comes to products, I'm, I'm a minimalist. I, I don't care about what it looks like. I, I look at your products, and I, I think there's no flare. There's, or there's low flare with with these just because the way they look i feel that people design look into it to trick the eye to make it something's better than it what it really is what is is there anything special about your broadheads yeah man they're they are tough number one first yeah. and foremost as i mentioned you know dan sawyer's company out he's out in montana right these these broadheads we got the attack in the in the shuttle t they are designed to penetrate thick hide heavy muscle you know, big bone animals. They're designed to, to, you know, big elk, big moose, you know, big bear, to blow through, to be able to handle that, 
that type of animal and perform well over and over and over again and not fail. So, I mean, they, they are super tough. It, it is all about stainless steel. It's all about flying uh, accurately at longer distances. You know, typically out west you have a, you know, a much longer shot in most cases yeah. than, than, you know, back east. So they, they need to be strong. They need to be accurate. And uh, is, is there anything special about the makeup or uh, – the, the way that these are designed that will help with bloodletting or um, efficient air, you know, flying through the air, aerodynamics. Yeah, it's, it, and that's what it's about, the aerodynamics, uh, the way the shape of the blades, um, the angle of the blades, how, how wide they are compared to the length of the broadhead. You know, there's some mathematics that come into play there, but it's all part of the equation and it's all put together. Cool. And this is stationary, right? The attack, mm-hmm. this is all, this is a fixed... This, uh, this doesn't rotate at all, right? The front portion, the cutting nose, is, is fixed. Um, the back or the bleeder blades, now they are fixed, but they are replaceable. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So I there's didn't... a screw that holds them in okay. place. But they don't move, right? You're, gotcha. you're absolutely right. I've seen, yeah, I've seen some similar design, but this is mm-hmm. more of a pivot point where mm-hmm. if, you know, one side hits bone, yeah. it will come down and it the could. other side will stick out mm-hmm. more. Yeah, it's, so. it's kind of like that okay. cross-cut design, you gotcha. know, to give you a four-cut area. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to go into too much detail on this next question, but okay. how, how do you guys test your broadheads? There, there's multiple ways. Um, you know, first you want to tough uh, test the toughness. Yeah. You know, they they have to hold up. You know, and and we use everything from plywood to going down to the butcher and actually buying bones. Yeah. You know, from yeah. pigs. And I tell you, we got a lot of hogs in Georgia. You want to show, you want to find out where the, you know, the weak link in your armor is, go hog hunting, man. Yeah. It tells you. So that's a great thing to shoot, too, with broadheads. It, 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 it works. Okay. And um, that, that's first and foremost. But then grouping, actual group, we'll use a hooter shooter. And we will shoot out to 100 yards, and we will watch it. And, and so you change the design of your blade, how, how it's swept back, you know, the shape of it, and, until you get the desired result. And then from there, it's just like all products, tweak it, make it better, tweak it, make it better, tweak it, make it better. Yep. You know, you got to give it to your field, to your ambassadors. We call them ambassadors, your pro staff, your tech support people. Put it in their hands, let them shoot, let them hunt. Because real world and lab are different yeah. results, yes. right? Yeah. So yep. you, you got to have a blend of that, you know, to be successful for sure. And there you have it. Huge shout out to Mark once again for taking time at the ATA show to sit down and chat with us about Trophy Taker, their product line and everything that they do over there. Huge shout out to all you guys for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, or want to reach out to Bob and I to chit chat about uh, product, or you want to throw some, um, uh, not necessarily advice, but uh, give us suggestions on companies that you want to hear on this podcast why don't you go ahead and hit us up through instagram you can talk to bob at hybrid outdoors on instagram or myself nine finger chronicles and uh, dude i answer almost every single one of my dms Uh, i spend probably about an hour a day uh, answering uh, direct messages from people on instagram so hit me up if there's something you'd like to see or a category you'd like to see discussed other than that Really appreciate you guys listening. Be sure you're checking out the Nine Finger Chronicles uh, and all of the other podcasts on the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network. And uh, I guess we'll talk to you next time.